This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see him, Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, not Deion Sanders of Primetime. Yo, yo, what's up, what's up? What's going on, man? First of all, I'm just happy to say it's good to have you back uh, on this episode. I'm, I'm just saying that this is, I know we're still on the little weird schedule because you've been on the road and stuff like that. So I know a lot of people out there been hearing Quattro and Q-Flow and Lay Sketch and you haven't heard Prime a lot, especially on the live stream. But, you know, the, 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 there's he, he's been on the road a lot. But um, come May, hopefully we should get back to our regularly scheduled program. But I did get be able to catch him on the day where he was off. So... I appreciate him for for doing that. So I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what what's on the schedule today to talk about. Yeah, yeah well, actually, I, I usually I would say so much wrestling. I'm just like, but no. As of right now, no. But uh, there are some topics that that we do got to point out though, because uh, I did not see the Raw at the WrestleMania, and honestly, all last week because. I caught that stomach bug that's been going around. I don't know if it's going around where you're at, Prime, and I know you've been traveling, but up here, there's been the stomach flu that's been going around. Nah, you got a stomach bug. You gotta get. You cannot come. You gotta get out. Get out. You can't. You can't be sick. Come on, man. Uh, you, you talk me? No, I'm talking about like people on the road. We can We can't. One of oh. them, one of them gets sick. They're sick. Getting sick home for the rest of. Whenever we're done, yeah. like you cannot come back. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, strict rules. I did because uh, I called it. My, my dad got sick on Tuesday, and since uh, that is my job, I am a caretaker. I wanted to go take care of him on Tuesday because Tuesday usually my days off. I wanted to go check on him, and then I worked twelve hours back to back on Wednesdays and on Wednesday and Thursday, and then. What he had it bad, and whatever whatever he had, he gave it to me because I came back on Friday. I was like, "Hey, cool, we're gonna watch SmackDown. We're gonna talk about it." And then I got sick, and I had a fever, and everything was just coming out. And I was just like, "And then on Saturday was the worst day because after the fever was going, it was the stomach pain that happened. It was like a sharp pain in my stomach that was just fucking me up. I couldn't even sit up straight. So I was just in the bowels in there." Bitching until uh, Lady Sketch, my wife, yo, had to give me some Pedialyte and I had to rehydrate myself and everything. So it was a mess. So there was no podcast for Nerdgasm or no gimmicks. There was no wrestling review. So everything is behind. That's why I just want to give you a little rundown of what's been going on. But I do appreciate you guys for staying, staying with me. And I, and I will talk a little bit about how I felt about the worst wrestling uh was it the the, the the Raw after WrestleMania? That was the worst one I've seen ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Andy tripped me into watching that because he was definitely like, we doing a review 
It's the raw after. It's the raw after. It's the raw after mania. We do a review. How did I? How did I, I said it would be cool because we usually watch the raw after us because you already know how the raw after us is. It was. It, wait, this, ladies we, and gentlemen, we know it, it was gonna be that me, bad. It was me. It was Q. Q was there. Quatho was there. It was all four of us. He was like, you know, that would be cool if we could do a review on there. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. It was the biggest piece of garbage and waste of time I've seen. I was like, oh, he got me again. It, it he got was, me with a wrong. It was, look, I watched that. Thing, I was like, it it was bad. And I, like I said, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I really, th- I did not think it was going to be that bad. It was bad. I it was, was like, first time commercial free too. Okay, they might do some stuff. And then, yeah, as soon as you turn the TV on, Vince was like, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> dead serious. That's exactly what the fuck happened. Rewrites, medical, local medical facility, all that bullshit happened. And then on top of that, Brock just fucked up Cody. So, uh, so much to the, uh, today's to get into. So, number one. I want to thank you guys for support and you know staying with us. And I know they do do all the sick and the inconsistency of the content, but appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys still check out the No Give Me See the Wrestling Podcast, the Nerd Guys with Talk Podcast. Because since, since I was sick, I wasn't able to do it last week. But there's a huge show. There's so much shit we gotta talk about, and it just keeps adding on there. So many trails we gotta talk about. So many shows I've seen, movies I've seen. So much shit we gotta talk about. So m- make sure you guys are, uh, check that out. When I do when I do put that up. Also. Check out uh, hip hop, uh, hip hop culture beyond. Lady Sketch just showed me a new documentary on Jay Dilla, which is if y'all love hip hop, y'all gotta check out this documentary. It's really nah, good. nah. What she need to be talking about is that Freak Nick documentary coming out. That Freak Nick documentary. You, you, you didn't hear about that? No, I did not. Yo, explain it to oh, me. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm sorry to do this. I need you to go get your wife right now. She and she, ask her. She's in the shower. She. Oh my. Okay. We'll, we'll wait till she get out. But okay. This. Ask her if she heard and seen the memes about this Freak Nick ninety four documentary that's coming out because it's a big thing. Like all the all the parents and stuff now they they get they getting scared because oh snap. <laughs> they said it's never before seen footage. Oh, I got it. yeah. I def. When is this coming? It's coming this year, right? Uh, yes, it's coming to Hulu. I'm like, this oh. is another Woodstock, basically. Woodstock 99, oh, basically. Well, first off, yo, the fun fact, that, that Jay Dillon one we just saw was on Hulu. Okay, okay. So I think this one was being done by uh, Jermaine Dupree and Uncle Luke himself, probably. Oh, shit, <laughs> Uncle. Yo. Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody need to get scared. Everybody got everybody get ready to get scared. Freak Nick, man. Oh man, yeah, I definitely will ask her when, uh, when she comes out. But yeah, if but until that does come out, if y'all guys are a fan of hip hop, make sure y'all check out that that J, that J Dill documentary. It's really it's really awesome. I learned some shit because I I wasn't too familiar about like hip hop producing and the stuff J Dill was known for. I was just like I was taken aback. So it's really good. And dropped off Silver Talk, so, so, so ch- stay tuned for all, uh, check out all of those great contents. But let's just get right on into this thing here because come uh, SmackDown, because Triple H had to come out there and let everybody know, like, hey, nobody's not going anywhere after that damn sale uh, to Endeavor. But he comes out on SmackDown and he kind of says the same, you know, the, you know, the same bullshit. But then he, uh, he, he talks about that now. 
we're going to the draft is coming back, which is coming back to, you know, I, I think a place where it should be and that's after WrestleMania. And he said it's going to be, it's going to change the game. Every superstar is eligible in this draft, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT this time. So, I was like, okay. So after that, I didn't talk to just talk about it on SmackDown. I did a review, but I was like, okay. I, I want to talk to you personally about the pros and cons of bringing a draft back. Do you really think it, it needs to happen? Uh, what would you like to see from it? And do you have any kind of early predictions? So l- let's just start with the first thing. How do you feel about it? Um, Right now, I feel indifferent about it because, for one, they're doing this. Anybody's on any show. Also, two... Uh, for them to have a draft, they need to have authority figures, and uh, it's only Adam Pierce. What is Adam Pierce gonna just do? Do what I do in franchise and just draft every team, person by person? <laughs> like, what is he gonna do? Unless you have like an actual authority figure. Yeah. So I don't know about that. I don't know how that's gonna go. And I didn't really like the years when they were just like. SmackDown versus Raw, you have a match in this do 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 John Cena's coming to SmackDown and then later in the night, do 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 John Cena's coming back to Raw. It's just like Yeah, those are stupid. I don't I don't wanna see them come out. I don't wanna see them come out, put the t shirt on, do a salute. I don't wanna see that. Like You know to be real, the the draft episodes of like Raw and SmackDown, they always suck. They they were they never been good. So uh, well, the one in twenty sixteen was solid. Oh, the one okay. So that that's the one when when they, when they re brought back out the draft with Shane and all the, and it was yeah and uh, McFoley yeah, yes McFoley. yes yeah okay but okay I, I have a question also uh huh everybody is so wild carded around it's like basically anybody's on any show so it's like are they doing it from the beginning or is it just like who's quote unquote supposed to be on these shows is going to switch. I think it's gonna be like a basically like a, a a shakeup type thing. But here's here's my issue. First of all, I have no problem with the draft if they honor the draft. I know a, a lot of people say that they should end the draft, and I agree with them because they don't honor the draft. I, I I'm a component for talent being showcased where they don't have where, where they would have enough, you know. Things like for, for right now, the, the tag division sucks, so there's no need to have two sets of tag team titles. When it comes to the women's championship, Raw always it seems like has the more talent than SmackDown. The SmackDown has been lacking in talent, but there's enough women there to have two belts if you want to. But the tag, no, and then uh. When it comes to you know the the, the heavy, I think they should split the belts up. But right now, there's no it, there's no reason to split the belts up until Roman loses. Cause it because it it, it 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 will just he needs to have both belts right now because they put themselves and they booked themselves into, into the hole with that. If they were to honor the draft like they were supposed to, like we got a Raw and a SmackDown, and this is where they stay. I think it. Like I said, you you get more people, sh- you get more talent showcased 
that way than just having them on Raw and SmackDown all the time. But I, I still do agree that, of course, having them <clears throat> on both shows and not having a draft and just having everything together is a, a good way if you're not going to honor it. Because if you're, if you're not going to honor it, it's a waste of time. And also, what I was hoping was that you too much. You can't just say it's going to change the game and just do the just do the draft the way y'all been doing it. Me personally, I say why not make it like a whole sports thing? It don't have to be exactly like sports, but I think it should be. You could you could WWE sports it in a way where. Uh, and first of all, you 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 were right about one thing, Prime. They need managers. How can you have a draft? Yeah, they need something. Yeah, how, how, how can you have a draft? If you have no authority figures. It, like, and so right now, unless unless you come out and say, like, "Hey, Adam Pearce runs Raw," and then we're going to have somebody else run SmackDown, and Shawn Michaels runs NXT. You gotta have some kind of authority figure to be in there, and then I think it should be a thing where it's like you have a special on either Peacock or or. Or television, whatever you want to do it, where it's like, you know, Corey Graves is sitting there with a panel that actually makes sense of what's going on. If you want to bring back Peter Rosenbaum or, or uh, what, what's that Sam guy's name? You know, with the podcast. But if you want to bring back those guys and they sit there and talk about, okay, hey, well, Raw is up and we do a whole fresh pool and they pick out anybody from, from, uh, from the pool and... I guess they'll probably do it within within storyline. It don't it don't have to be a Raw or a SmackDown show. It don't have to be like every before every commercial break. Raw gets five picks, SmackDown gets four. It don't have to be that way. Oh, you know you can just do it like that, and then come that the, the episodes we got the new roster and the new shakeups, and it's like it you can you can kind of give it like that kind of sports kind of feel to give it something different. What I fear is because this is supposed to be taking place after Backlash. It's going to be the same thing with like when Raw gets five picks, SmackDown gets four picks, and Raw's first pick is going to be Brock Lesnar, like they would not pick Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why would they not do that? Because they would keep Roman Reigns on SmackDown. I think, but like, Triple H did say anybody can't get drafted, so he's like any champion. So I'm like, Roman is not about to do Raw. It, it, he's not. Now, of course, he's the, he's the. That champion is supposed to, I guess, supposed to appear on both shows, but but Raw will work on SmackDown, and, and and that's how it's going to stay. So if Raw has no one pick, why would they not pick Roman Reigns? It will be just completely unbelievable bullshit. So that right there doesn't make sense. Then then you sit there think like, okay, well, is this draft helped for them to break up the titles, or is it for them to break up tag teams? Which I think it's it's like, hey, let's just break up the street parts without nobody going heel. I think that's what, you know, this draft's going to be like, hey, Dawkins, you, you're on SmackDown, or Montez, you're on SmackDown, and Dawkins, you stay on Raw. It's like, okay, and then maybe for talent that's not working, they go back to NXT. I don't know, Hit Row or Carry Cross. I think that's what this draft right here could implement for those kind of superstars. Because, it, it, and they call up superstars, that like Braun Breaker, who don't need to be down there no more. You know, who just superstars who wore out their welcome down on NXT, and you just bring them up, and if superstars are not doing anything, who need some more development or help can, help enhance NXT, you send it back. Kind of like how Dolph Ziggler went down there. 
going back to NXT. You can send, uh, if you're not going to use Nakamura on the main roster, send it back down to NXT. People still love Nakamura. You know, you you can do you can do those those kind of things. I'm not saying send AJ Styles down to NXT. I'm talking I'm talking about people you know on that Ziggler level who's clearly not doing shit. Honestly, I would send down like some of them not indies type people. But I would send down more of those like people that can go and send them down there. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would send those down. Like, also, Mr. Shane. Uh, let's see. Here's the thing. I, I didn't say Richard needs to be booked better, but I mean, Triple H has been been booking him better. But I'm saying, when it comes to certain women, when it comes to certain acts that right now, like, like me, yeah, send her back to NXT. She don't need, you know, send her send her back down there. Uh, send Hit Row back down there because they clearly, you know, they clearly jobbers now. Send them back down there. Send Cedric, Cedric Alexander. Send him back down there. Where you where you know that he can be featured better. On NXT with like come on Cedric Alexander, uh for uh with the North American Championship or him him against Wes Lee, like you could do you could do uh some some cool stuff with that, or him and Dragon Lee him and Axiom like you can see you can do some cool stuff with like with Cedric Alexander doing some stuff like that. I would say you know send send him down there. Hell, you can even send Shelton Benjamin down there. If you want to, I mean, he's old, I was saying, but... Nah, I don't think Shelton's going to do NXT. Not because he don't need to, but I'm saying, like, Shelton is like a... Shelton can call his shot almost and be like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, so uh, that was kind of asking out for me to say. But, yeah, I think those are the kind of things that would need to would need to happen. And, it, it, you know, those, those kind of things. Or maybe the champions aren't aren't even eligible to be part like if, if the champion is on like such as if Rhea is on the SmackDown Women's Champion, she's automatically on SmackDown now. And since Bianca's on Raw, she's automatically gonna stay as the on Raw. Roman's gonna stay on both shows even though he that's truly not gonna happen. And then when it comes to Sammy and KO with the with the tag team titles, are they gonna keep them? And I think I think they probably should now. I think you should just make one fucking belt. Uh, 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 one one set of belts for the tag team, and maybe just one one belt for the top, and then you can have two separate women's and two separate mid cards. But the tag team, with which your division sucks, and your world heavyweight, you keep that as one championship, and then you you go back and forth uh, on the shows that way. I think that could work out once again if you honor the draft. But then, on a on the on the side note of that is. If Roman's in a storyline with Cody, which we know this is the whole thing going with Cody going on, everybody got to fucking wait their turn, like Bobby or uh, L.A. Knight or Seth Rollins or stuff like that. Like People, people got to wait their turn to get that championship. So it's kind of difficult. How would you do it? Would you keep would, would Roman still have both titles or would you want to split them, split them back up? Um... See, this is difficult depending on what you want to do because they really lean in heavily on the Roman a thousand day reign. Yeah. So if you want to get to the thousand day reign, I don't know when that is, but if you want to get to that and then have to drive after that, then do the two separate titles, then they could do that. Okay. But as far as like. Then you know, be like, oh yeah, Roman, you can have this. 
the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship, and then we just gonna bring in the World Heavyweight Championship. It's kind of like, okay, well, all right, Triple H Part Two, like, <laughs> or was that Triple H that did it, or was that uh, Batista that just got handed the championship? Triple H. Yeah, all right, Triple H. Like, come on, man. We don't need to. I don't think we should do that. No, I, I don't think so neither. But it's it's right now. I'm so curious of how this thing is going to go but I'm also scared at the same time I'm not even going to hold you I'm, I'm scared at the same time not knowing if this is going to work out or not like I say if it's just a regular draft show then I, I, it's, it's, it's dead on arrival no, it don't matter if, if I want to see if he's going to try to do something different but it was that same shit and depending on who is going to Raw who is staying on Smackdown I mean I, I think easily Judgment Day. I don't know if they all go to SmackDown or if they get breaking up. I would like to see Damian Priest do his own thing again. Opposed to just being stuck in Judgment I Day. I think that Rhea is going to be separated from Judgment Day. That would make the most sense right now. Or if anything, Rhea stays with Dominic. But Dominic don't got to do the mommy thing. So yeah, I think Rhea just stays on SmackDown and Judgment Day is on Raw. Well, I think honestly they'll probably get a new mommy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, did because you could easily bring up somebody from NXT, uh, uh, that you feel as though is ready, that is attractive, that, and that, that can be that can be brought up, and that can actually be closer to Dominic's age, and be like, <laughs> hey, you know, and actually closer to Dominic's age. You know what? Yeah. You, you are right, but Dominic is older than Rhea, I believe. I don't think he may be older. Rhea is only twenty. Are you sure, Rhea? I think Dominic is older than Rhea. I believe so. Rhea is what twenty four. Uh, I believe twenty four or twenty five. All right, I thought Dom was only like twenty three. No, Dom is twenty six. Dom is twenty six. Oh, yeah. Rhea is twenty six as well, so they're the same age. Oh, they're the same age. Okay. Yes. Oh, I, the reason I said new Bobby because I, I I don't think like if they want to go far with it, I don't think Rhea is going to kiss Dom or lick Dom or do anything, you know, sexual with him. That's what I'm saying. I don't think if they really want to go that far into you know into the character. You're gonna probably need somebody else. Because, mm-hmm. and, and once again, that just don't fit Rhea's thing. So I'm just like, okay. All right, I get it. Don't, don't, it's, it's just so hard because I want to see so many cool things happen with the draft. I want to see what, what, how, because first of all, I think it's a, if, you, if you're going to do it this way, it's good to have it after Mania instead of doing it right before Survivor Series, which is stupid. And since he don't, uh, since he, he he's doing the war games thing now, uh, I don't know if they're ever gonna go back to Raw versus SmackDown. They probably will. Who knows? See what I'm saying? Especially with uh, Vince back, I don't know if they go, if they'll go. He like you can have war games, but I'm gonna have Raw versus SmackDown. So you just never fucking know with any of it. But I just I I I, I think bringing some call call some NXT people up, you know and. Put, I don't know, put Braun Breaker on Raw, and you can have, uh, damn, I'm trying to think of who else on NXT is, is, is Grayson Waller, you think? He ready to come up? 
There's a possibility. Well, I'm saying you, you can do any of those type of things. I just, I just hope they don't shit the bed with this opportunity. And I, I, I'm curious to see where it's going to go. Uh, one thing, though, I was seeing a lot online was everybody talking about the, the loss with Cody Rose uh, and how that he needed to start losing and he, he hasn't did enough in WWE to win the championship from Roman Reigns. We all have our opinions about it. I honestly think that WWE dropped the ball. We still had to see how this thing plays out, but I think in the long haul, I think WWE dropped the ball on this one. Well, nobody cares anymore. Not to say they don't care anymore, but it's like the only other way Roman can lose is at Mania, and people are not going to wait a whole year. I, but that, see, that's what I'm saying, but... Uh, but when, like, I, that's why it's kind of hard. That I didn't get a chance to talk about this before R- R- Cody's promo because he was talking, he, he, he was kind of talking about the same thing people was talking about on social media. And I was just like, you know, talking about something he had to he had to do more, go or go through more. And I'm like, um, I don't know if it's, because I, I think what they're trying to do is give him the John Cena 2012 storyline. And I'm like, okay, I get that. And I understand why you why you're trying to do it because he was injured for for most of the year with that that torn back. I, I think the injury saved him because if he wasn't injured, uh, we would not be this hot for Cody. I in a way think the same thing. That, that that that's what I'm saying. I think that also, and I think I think we would have had a worse Sami Zayn problem uh, if that was the case. But I'm like. The man went through dashing and stardust, and he been he he's been at WWE before. He's been at WrestleManias before. He went out, got himself over, created a company, got himself over, and came back. So the man has been through adversity before, and and I I think that what seems to happen, what seems what seems is happening now is that the rock. Roman's not there, and Roman's not going to do backlash. So we got the whole Brock thing coming in right now. They're trying to find an excuse of why Brock attacked Roman. Did you hear the, the excuse that they gave for why Brock attacked Roman? Um, for a reason why Brock attacked Cody? I'm sorry. This ain't, this this <laughs> the excuse that was a real life thing because Brock was like, uh, "I'm about to do the show and go home." Yeah, so the, Wade Barrett said on SmackDown. That Brock Lesnar uh, was upset at Cody because of his positioning on the card. I mean, Brock, if he ain't first, then he lasts. So, uh, uh, no, 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 he no. Like, well, let, me, let me just get on this jet and uh, do this match, get on this jet and leave. Uh, but, but he probably he probably left before the interest is for the next match. That's what I'm saying. Brock is uh, Brock's always said that if he ain't going on last, he going on first, and he's done this and had a championship title match. In the opening of WrestleMania 35 with Seth Rollins, yeah. this is so so that as an excuse is terrible. Honestly, what would what would have been a cool excuse is if Cody had won them championships and Brock attacked Cody because he wants to to the championship now because Brock can't challenge for the championship as long as Roman is the champion. That's that that was the whole stipulation they had at SummerSlam. That would make mm-hmm. more sense. Yeah, but look, I love Brock, but like, 
do we have to do Brock? Like, we kind of just got through with Brock. Can we, like, have somebody else, you know? There is nobody else. Well, it would have been Cody, but, you know. No, no I, I'm saying, uh, what, what this is this is the whole recycle type storyline, and I think what WWE feels is that they're going to give Cody, like, okay, the, the, the WWE Universe, because the way, the way they look at things is, it doesn't matter what you did before. It doesn't matter what you did when you was away. You have to... Earn, it's the same thing with Drew McIntyre. And all the shit he been through, and when he went away, and he came back, he had to come, he had to come back to NXT. He didn't have to. Okay. And he did the NXT thing. Then he came to the main roster. And he had to do all this other shit. Then he finally got the title in 2020. Mm-hmm. So, you know, out of all that shit that that McIntyre, you know, what was doing, I I I think the way WWE looks at things is they don't give a fuck what Cody did in AEW, especially not in AEW, or or what Cody did in Ring of Honor, or what Cody did at Lucha, you know, or uh, I think he he had a small stint in Lucha Underground, or or no, he didn't. I'm not sure. Uh. They, they don't care about that and then these fans right now don't remember Stardust or Dash and Cody Rose I mean they bang but honestly Dash and Cody Rose was 10 years ago and so was Legacy and all that are you outside or something bro? I'm outside oh um yeah, so you know, Dashing was over ten years ago. So was Legacy, and they, they don't care that he was having Hell in a Cell matches with with DX, and he was having that rivalry. So they they care about what Cody's doing now, and according the way it probably in their eyes, Cody has not done enough to win them belts. So they want to have him go through adversity, beating Brock Lesnar. He's not going. He's probably not going to beat him at Backlash. He's probably going to beat him at King of the Ring at the other Saudi show, because that's where Brock would get his. These are all stadium shows coming up. We have literally four stadium shows: Puerto Rico for Backlash, King of the Ring at Saudi Arabia. Then we have the O2 for uh, Money in the Bank, and then we have the O2 is not a stadium. Oh, I'm sorry. I see, this is a big, this is a big arena. Uh, and then, and then we have Fort Field, uh, for SummerSlam. Like, damn. So, I, I think what they wanted to do is like have Cody lose that backlash, have him win again at uh, King of the Ring, have him win Money in the Bank and cash in at SummerSlam, and then I guess he was like, well. Roman would have been a thousand days by then. Roman won the championship at SummerSlam. He could lose that SummerSlam. And even if that is the plan, and even, even, even if they do, because I don't think the fans can still be in the Cody the way they were in the Cody at WrestleMania this past year until 40. I don't think they can do that. I really don't think they can be in the Cody the way. I mean, he can still be like it. We can still be a face, but he. I don't think he'll be catching fire like that over a year. And you gotta understand something that I'm a fan of long term long term storytelling, but you also got to understand that 
with the audience you're dealing with today, it's it, you got to be quick with it. And if you and, and if you don't strike when the iron is hot, you can lose a lot of the audience. Because a lot of this audience is like you know young people and kids. Am I lying on that part? No, you're right. Uh, like I said, the only way they can do it is if they like Cody. They like not fizzle him out, but like if he's just doing other stuff, and then um, close to WrestleMania season, then he catches fire again. But that that's a big maybe because I don't know if he will catch fire again. But see, but but but, but look who's catching fire now, though, Bobby. Bobby catching fire all over again. And why do you think Bobby's catching fire? Because first of all, Bobby was dealt a terrible hand at WrestleMania. Because he didn't have a match. He came out there and did the... Did, did the uh, well, well, Bobby... Bobby does have fire, but Bobby is not going to have the Cody Rhodes fire because Bobby can't talk. I understand that. But, but what I'm saying is... Even when he can't talk, I'm just saying right now, Bobby's he's catching fire. I mean, Bobby's already been over earlier this year. People come out there and they like to cheer for Bobby. But I'm saying, but after Monday, when he when him and Bronson Reed, they was behind Bobby hard in Seattle, and I'm like, I can see that growing, and and to the point where it's like if people want to see Bobby win a championship. You know, say, or they want to see Bobby up there. That can mess with something for Cody Rhodes, and you can't keep doing Cody Rhodes like, yeah. You, you can't keep doing the the uh, Cody Rhodes has sympathy for the challenger like he did for Sami Zayn because that's that's not going to work, but for so long. And that that's the that's that's the, I think that's the problem right now in the long run because right now, this storyline it, it hasn't quite yet, but it's starting. To get stale, and when I say when it, when it, it, it gets stale, like you have new crumbs in the storyline as the the fall of the bloodline is happening, but there's no Roman there to to sell it. There's no top champions there, and we keep recycling the same matches. I swear to God, I don't need to see another Solo Sokoa and Kevin Owens match for a minute. How many times have we seen different iterations of that matchup? Or solo and Sam Zayn? Like we've seen the Usos and the uh, Street Poppers. I don't need to see that anymore either. Yeah, I, I, I would say because after a while, it just gets stale. And it's like, it's, it, it, it puts so much switching around you can do to actually make it make sense without doing... like. So they try to bring a new a new wrinkle in by bringing in Riddle. It's like, okay, I get that. You're bringing in Riddle, still doing the Usos thing. But I was like, but right now... After backlash, like we need to do something different to help try to keep this storyline going because right now it's like we got to follow the bloodline. But I know Sam was trying to get into you know, try to get into Jay's head. But okay, you can honestly give them a break. Like, if anybody plays GM mode or 2K23, when you finish a level four rivalry. If you put if you book that same rivalry after they finish the rivalry at a PLE, it will tell you rivalry is on cooldown. Which means you will not get as high of a rating if you put them back out there on your raw SmackDown. Or if you have a level four rivalry 
and you don't finish the rivalry at a PLE, and you're trying to finish it on a Raw or SmackDown, and you just keep going, and it doesn't end because rivalries usually end at the pay-per-views. It'll say the rivalry is stale. I think that's what's happening here. When it comes to the bloodline, Owen, Zane, and all of them. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's, it's starting to get just at that point. Like, they had a good moment where they could have had the whole bloodline thing come to an end at the same time. But now they're trying to ride it out and they're trying to have more storyline and more layers to it. It's like, yeah, I get it. You want to do the Sami Zayn and uh, uh, the Jey Uso thing. But it's like, now it's just like, come on. Like, what? Yeah, like when, when, I, when I look at the Cody thing, and I, I know we joked about it, but I mean, after like seriously sleeping on it and thinking about it, what if some of the greatest WrestleMania moments went the other way? What if Triple H beat Batista at WrestleMania 21? Would Batista have been as over as he became? If we still had that interest, then yes. I mean, you can have a killer interest and still not, and then after a while, still get tired of it. Goldberg got a killer interest. You don't like Goldberg? No. That's different. How's that different? Because because Goldberg can't, Batista can wrestle. But here's the thing: if he lost at WrestleMania 21 to to Triple H. And they probably were like, oh my god, the rain terror. And then and then they gave Batista him his moment at vengeance. How would it be? How would it feel? It, it wouldn't be the same, it but be the he was still he would still find a way to do not be as over with I Batista like, okay. Knowing what I know now, I know Batista like he can reinvent himself. Knowing what I know now. Back then, yes, he would probably be like, oh well, this guy it's just another guy. And Batista and uh, Triple H just reign in terror. But here's the thing. Batista, you saying reinvent himself. You don't get an opportunity to do that if you don't get over and somebody doesn't put you over. That's the problem. Like, look at what they did to the... Uh, look at what happened to The Rock at WrestleMania 2000. Now, The Rock is automatically going to be over. I'm just saying, but... His moment should have been at WrestleMania, beating Triple H one on one in the main event for the title. Why y'all give it? Why no y'all idea give, what you're talking about? You you are you you being funny here? I have no idea of, of WrestleMania you're talking about. You know about WrestleMania two thousand. I I I don't think I I don't think I've watched that one. Yes, you have because we reviewed it. You already on camera talking about it. So. <laughs> Uh, when you, when you look at those, those certain things, if if somebody didn't put that, like, what if Brock beat uh uh Eddie Guerrero lost to Kurt Angle at Mania, or even if he never won the championship from Brock in the first place? Those kind yeah, of there's a lot of moments. Like, what if Voldemort never Voldemort did? Say what? What if Voldemort never Voldemort? Okay, you you just being a troll right now. I'm talk. I, I'm being. I'm, I'm being serious here because that's what. Okay. I, right. That's what they did to fuck. I think that I think that right there is they just fucked up Cody for the for the long run. I don't know if he's going to. 
he, he, I don't think he's going to get back to how over he was at Mania. Not at all. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to get to that. Like, I got cursed out. Like, now, I know Prime from Philly. This is where I need Q at. I got cursed out on, I was door dashing. And I went to Burger King. And I would say it was in, you know, uh, in the hood. Let's put it that way. Uh, up here in Philly. We got an area called Wayne Avenue. So I, I go in there and I'm talking about like this, like you know, I am in I'm in the hood part of the city. I'm getting cursed out. And I'm like, yo, why am I you know It's like is it another day? Like why am I getting cursed out like like like, like what I'm just here to pick up a DoorDash order. They was cursing me out because I had a bloodline hoodie on. And I didn't even realize that I had the hoodie on. Because they was in there hype over Cody. And I was like, wait a minute, y'all watch wrestling? That's how it affected people. All across the fucking country, that's how it affected people. There's no way in hell Cody's getting back to that level of being over. Cody's not getting back to that level, especially when you put out a shirt that says finish the story, and then you don't actually finish the story. Yes, and then, once again... People are saying, well, this is still the story. I'm like, there has to be a moment. Okay. And the story is over because, um, no offense to Cody. Cody's good. Cody's a good talker. He's a good wrestler. He's over. But you can't keep using the Dusty card in every single match. You, you just can't. And... If Cody's gonna keep fighting Roman, or he's gonna eventually keep fighting Roman, you can't use the Dusty card up. Or my father never won this belt, so I really have to do it. This is my last but, chance. But, like, you know, just... but, but but here's the thing: Cody ain't been ain't been using that no more. He the one who said we gotta stop using the Dusty card. That's yeah, because he because he know like. But I'm saying, but he, he was he wasn't using. He's, it. he's gonna use it again. It's Cody Rhodes. He, he's not gonna use it again because he hasn't used it. He he only used it's, it once. Cody Rhodes. You, uh, they gonna. First of all, I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're not gonna. I'm saying if he's not gonna bring it up, somebody gonna bring it up because you know Vince or Triple H, whoever's in charge, whatever, is gonna want that to be in a video promo package. I mean, yes, I I get that, but but what I'm saying is, even still, if Cody wins the belts at SummerSlam, it's not even in a stadium like that. It's not. WrestleMania. That's the whole yeah. fucking point of WrestleMania. It can still yeah, you be. Can't, you can't uh, end a thousand day reign or however many reign at like you know backlash or at uh, roadblock. You know. I mean, if you end at SummerSlam, it's a, still a big show. But it, but SummerSlam is the mid season finale, not the season finale. It's just not. And it, 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 no matter what anybody says about the, st- the story, Cody Rhodes, unfortunately, will not be as over. I don't. Okay, let's put it this way. I don't have the confidence that WWE can keep Cody hot and get him over like he was th- uh, two weeks ago. They, I'm telling you, people was on fire for this man all over the country, all over social media. I'm telling you, I witnessed, it's kind of like, remember, excuse me, I hate to bring this up. Remember when Michael Jackson died? They was, no matter where you went, 
You could have went to the most suburb of places. You could have went to the most deadliest hoods in America. They had that man. They had that man blast on the radio. Am I lying? They did. It was, it was a universal affected by that. That's what Cody Rhodes had for that one night. All over. When he lost, everybody felt that I have been. I'm telling y'all. And it's coming to Philly next year. I'm telling y'all, I've been in the hood. Okay, I ain't talking about the you know the the uh, playhood. I'm talking about some serious shit. And these urban youths is mad. I'm telling you, I'm just like, and you also got to understand that you can sit there and say, well, they're not wrestling fans. They don't know storytelling. You're right. They are casual fans who truly don't understand. Storytelling, no shit. That's why he's over. You want to get those kind of people on there because that helps sell the company. It helps sells everything. Marvel is not as the MCU is not as big as it is without the casual fan. If that was the case, superhero movies from back in the day would have did way way better than they did. You need the casual fan and the casual eye to help get that kind of stuff over. And now when they like, oh man, oh fuck. Cody lost all momentum. And they're not going to be sticking around for the story. You just lost a good chunk of audience. And you can't be prideful and say, well, we the wrestling fans. We understand how things are going. You're absolutely right. But there's also, as a wrestling fan, you can also know that sometimes they just fucked up. There is such thing as a bad story. Or the story story's going on for way too long. Sometimes you just miss the mark. Or so. You've watched wrestling long enough, Prime. You look back at uh, uh, moments where it's like, damn, they, they missed the mark here. They tried to they tried to catch it a, a lightning in the bottle again and do it later on, and it just ain't the same. Yeah, WWE is always like a year late, I'll be seeing, I'll be noticing. Yeah, on a lot of things. For instance, Broken Matt Hardy. They were late for that. They were late. Sorry, sorry. Uh, say that again? Broken Matt Hardy. Well, they were late with that because they didn't have the rights to it at first. But even still, even when they did get the rights to, the rights to it, they dropped the ball with it. Yeah. They dropped the ball with it. And, I'm, and, and, and they was late. It's like you can't recapture the magic again when it, it when it was hot and it's not hot anymore. Rusev Day. Hot. They dropped the ball with that. Am I lying? With Aiden it. Rusev Day. They dropped the ball with that on purpose. Cause they just ain't, I don't know why they ain't like him. Because you got Aiden English coming out doing the little song. You know, yeah, that's just... Yeah, they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball on Rusev Day big time. And Dennis is like, okay, well, well, now we'll just give it to him. Nobody cared about it anymore. And he left. All that shit was stupid. All that shit was stupid. So, the, um, sometimes you you got to strike when it's, I mean, I, I want the best for Cody Rose. I think he is going to beat Roman Reigns. For the championship, but I'm saying when he does win, whether it be at WrestleMania, whether it be at SummerSlam or WrestleMania 40, it's not going to be the same as it would have been 
at WrestleMania 39. It's just not going to be the same. Yeah, not not at all. I, I yeah. Uh, some people say he needs to go through more adversity, but I'm like, uh, no. This man, this man wrestled a hell in a cell with a torn peck for real, not yeah. storyline. I mean, what else? What else do you need? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah so. no, it's not gonna be the same. Uh, moving on to some uh, some other stuff real quick. Um, AEW uh, is going to make their London debut for at Wembley Stadium. So that is good news for AEW. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up something that uh, my wife brought up, and I'm gonna see if you you uh, agree with her or not. Prime. Uh, damn, I, I don't spell. I spell all that wrong. My wife says, in, in her personal opinion, do you think AEW can sell out Wembley Stadium? Uh, see, to me, I say it depends because, for one, this is their first ever show in London, so. By that alone, I would say yes, if it was the O2 Arena, but the Wembley Stadium is 90,000 people. 90,000 people. So it's either they're going to have to target it off a little bit and it'd be like 60,000. Then yes, because I, if it's even 60,000, I would say yes, because like I said, they are in that whole other country that they've never been to. So obviously... People will want to go to AEW the first chance they get if it's in another country. Well, exactly because first of all, over there they have a great wrestling crowd over there. Yeah, yeah. So the the UK, we see how uh, wrestling crowds in the UK are. They they hot. Yes, they are very very hot. Now my only thing about that, like I said, it, you know, it, it it's it's good. And uh, I believe that they own uh, they own that. So they they own what the stadium. Okay. Uh huh. So I, I I think they did it. I think they did it in the instead of the. I think they did it in the stadium and instead of the O2 Arena because they own Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Isn't WWE supposed to do like a show? What show, what shows that they were supposed to do? Uh, they or did doing, they do it already? Well, they did doing the O2 Arena for Money in the Bank. No, WWE was supposed to do a show or something, but maybe they did it already. It's supposed to be like maybe that was the Cardiff show, and I'm just tripping. Yeah, it, it, uh, the Clash of the Castle, which ended up yeah, I, I think it did. Yeah, Clash okay, the yeah, I'm, I'm tripping. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll be okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh huh. So. This show is going to be called. It's going to be the, the All In Show. The All In Show is coming back. Everybody know All Out is what they've been doing, but they they're bringing the All In Show. And this Let is me just be, say this for one: it's stupid. Say what? It's stupid. With the All In. It's stupid because the timing of it is stupid. It well, it's going to be August twenty seventh. Yes. Okay, so. I, I, I'm, I'm okay. Explain to me why, 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 in your opinion, why it's stupid. Because out of all the dates, they pick August twenty seventh, knowing that All Out 
is going to be the next Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do a big pay-per-view, 60 to 90,000 people pay-per-view, and then the next Saturday do their one of their flagship pay-per-views. That just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so that does that does make sense, Prime. Uh, you make perfect sense about that when it comes to All Out. Because I was just like, are they replacing this with All Out and they just called it All In again? Or are they trying to, uh, you know... I, I, I personally don't know what they're doing. Me personally, I was like, for to, to try to sell out Wembley Stadium, why not do Forbidden Door Part uh, Part Two at Wembley Stadium? Because they're doing that at. Um, Are they going back to Chicago again? No, they're going to Toronto. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm not mad. I'm going to Toronto for that. But well, I think, dude, I, look. I personally think that if you have a good card and you actually you do good on the promotion, especially when it comes to UK, you you can sell it out. You can I, sell it out because it's the UK. Like it, they don't have wrestling. It's like that's like if like something that we like all our lives was to come here that's not in the US. And it's to come in the US, I would try to find a way to make my you know, make my way to the show. Exactly. Even, but, even if it's a nosebleed seat, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, but um what I'm trying to figure out is is since they have their pay-per-views like a week after each other, is all in just gonna be a super show, like how all in actually was in real life? That's a good question. Because if all in is a super show, just to, you know, we want to sell some tickets, then that's a different story because then you can do whatever you want. Storyline is out the window. Well, not all the way, but you know what I mean. Like, you can do more stuff. Like, you can do one-offs. Like, you can be like, yeah, let's get like, <laughs> I don't know, let's get like Juice and Thunderlager and Muda versus like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just being funny. I'm here. about to say Rick Flair and Sting. Something stupid. Let's get Bret Hart for another match. Like, yeah. something stupid, right? Yeah, I I, I I think you would do that, but I also think that it's like okay, if we're all in, I think they would want to try to pull some of the top uh, New Japan pro wrestling like, like Okada. You know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, same like yeah, just random talents. But I'm saying like I don't think it's gonna be like oh we got the women's championship on the line, the TNT championship. I think that's they're gonna save that for the next weekend. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, like, I, I think I think it would be oh uh, oh my god. If they do Jade and Mercedes and all that, that, I think that I think that would be something dope. But first of all, I think having Mercedes there, you know, period. I, I think how how could you not have her have a match at an All In show for AEW at Wembley Stadium? Like, how could you not do that? Bro, if they do Mercedes versus Jade at All In. I might have to find a ticket to go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. We already know that Jade, is, is, you know, is still not the greatest of wrestlers, but still, it's an attraction piece. Yes. And, you know, I do some stuff like that, like Kenny Omega and maybe Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay run it back from earlier this year at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I'm sorry to say this, but... um. I think your boy might be, your boy gonna come back. I'm so I gotta say it. Which boy? 
The boy in the, in the intro, he, he uh, you know, he gotta come back. I, 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 there was talk. Ninety thousand people. Yeah, there, there is talk because, uh, well, the Dax Hart was saying that he he wants to come back. And I'm like, well, if he truly wants to come back, like if CM Punk really, truly wants to come back, he has to understand that he has to eat not not just a humble, he has to eat a full-blown shit pie. He has to. Look, he can lose the match. I don't care, but I'm saying, like... I'm just, I'm just, do- I, I'm just saying because, look, it, it's you also got to look. You got to look at things for the long haul. When you're dealing with CM Punk, not just with caught with what's in the I don't care if CM Punk is dead. I don't care if CM Punk don't even show up to the build and uh, and does an Undertaker style shows up the day of and wrestles like. (laughs) I was saying, but 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 to see have CM Punk back there, uh, I think that is uh, a good thing. Yeah, but like, um, I don't like. I don't want him to be like, oh, we got a shoehorn thing with the elite and all that. I'm saying, just if you if if he really is going to be there, I will put him in a prominent dream one on one match, or just do something like do something like we don't need to see him and the elite. I I don't want to see that. As much fun as Kenny Omega and Sam Punk would probably be, I don't I don't want to see that. Not for that show. I don't. You know. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Will Ospreay already said that he wants to be a part of that show. I'm pretty sure a lot of New Japan stars will want to probably be a part of that show. Adam Cole's, Adam Cole's back. They just now signed Jay White, so Jay White's part is all elite now. I don't care about Jay White being on the show. Look, honestly, I thought Jay White, Jay White was coming to, coming to WWE, but I was like, what? It makes yeah, until sense. Vince, until Vince seen that name and said, "Who is Jay White?" You, you you are absolutely right. I think I think when that sale thing happened, Jay White it was like he was coming in the door. He said, "Up, oh, you turn," and just went over to the other side. And I'm yeah, like, the, the same just, thing happened for Brian Cage too. He was supposed to come over, and then he was like, "Oh dang, that's kind of coming back." All right, I'm not gonna come back. I'm waiting to see. And then when they finally sold it, he was like, "Oh, I'm definitely going back now." Yeah. So honestly, I I would I would do a lot of one offs. I would do like you know hell shit. See what Naomi doing. I would make the whole show a one off. Yeah, yeah, like like. like I would I would be like this whole show is not not to say it's not canon, but like we're not doing AEW continuity. Like if so and so lose that that don't it's not for the AEW record. It's like it's just all a one off show. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, mean I, I would go house, not house. Show, I would go house show rules with a glor a glorified house show. Meaning, like, we don't have fun. Indie wrestling, indie wrestling, somewhat. You know. Yeah, I mean, still put on a good show, obviously for UK fans. You know, what I'm saying, yes. put put your top stars out there. Make sure you you give you give them a match and stuff like that. You know, you put you put you know tag team stuff on. I mean, I, you could do how you could do how show like like all it was. But also, just just have have some that's gonna make some kind of sense. Also, okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, do the pin right now. Hardy's Young Bucks. God, I think we should move away from that. I like to see Hardy's Lucha Bros. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't think Jeff can go that. 
Yeah, go that fast. Shit, you think you can go that fast with the Young Bucks? I, you just got to take them and get kicked in the face until you get ready for your swan time. We good. No, damn um, that, bro. I'm saying Nick Jackson still be flying all over the fucking ring. I'm just like, no, I ain't got time for all that, man. Man, okay, Hardy got no knees for that. Okay, fine. We'll do uh, the Young Bucks versus the Hardest in the ladder match. <laughs> yes. Okay, I will. Well, the Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros versus Hardy Boys into some type of match that involves a ladder. Fine. Just get Jeff out there and do the swan time and, and, and something. Yeah, and, and, um, and Wembley will lose their fucking minds, and Jeff will break his exactly. back. So, um, like I would do like like I said earlier, uh, you know, Jade and Mercedes, if possible. Um, I would have Jamie Hader versus Paige though, because they're both from England. Or, or um, Soraya, yeah. Oh, I mean, Soraya, Paige here, Soraya, <laughs> yes. Um, I would do. <sighs> trying to think of who's all on the roster. Would I have Samoa Joe Russell? I would want Samoa Joe Russell. Right, Samoa Joe might have to be in the multi-man match. So I would put Samoa Joe in the multi-man match of some sort. So fatal forward or ladder match. And it's more people, obviously, but like, you know, Adam Cole got to have a match. Moxley, like you said, maybe yeah. Okada, Moxley, uh, Danielson. I was say, Moxley got to bleed. You got to bring back some murder grandpa. You got to bring back some of your greatest hits from, from, from New Japan Pro Wrestling. And like I said, why not tease some more free agents? Like, hey, it can be a one-off. Sign Naomi. Yeah, or or it can be uh, Naomi and Mercedes, or Trinity and, and, and Mercedes versus like whoever they want to, you know, put them up against. I, I say you create a, fuck this Layla Grey girl, create a whole new baddies, and then you can, you can do them go against the new baddies. I mean, you can do that too. Like, it is a one-off, so you just be like, you know what? I'm on a team with Jay. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Break some impact. Break some impact. Uh, talent over. Yeah, Nick James. Yeah, Josh Alexander. You can, you can really, you can really. I, I think personally, they could, they could have a good show. Would they hit ninety thousand? It's possible. It really is possible because this yeah, is. This, I, this think, I think they go. I think they go. I think they might cap it off at like sixty-five, seventy thousand. If they, you know, they do it. Even still, if they do do it that way, even if it's sixty thousand people, that's still the biggest AEW show, right? Has to be. Yes, because the Arthur Ashe Stadium is their biggest show. Yeah, that, that's twenty thousand. So this right yeah, here, yeah, I think it's like twenty something. Yeah, yeah. So and you go to UK where they they, they they don't have any wrestling. Oh my God! Yeah, you know what? Definitely bring that over there, and if you can get if you can get at least sixty thousand in there, fifty sixty thousand, I think that I consider that a win. Knowing AEW though, they're gonna be like, forget who y'all want. We're gonna bring in Coke Cabana and uh and uh Spike. What's the what's the dude name? Rockstar Spud. Yeah. Oh, not happening. Not happening. Uh, but not <laughs> happen. gonna bring in what's the his name is Great? Is it Grado? What's the guy's name from Impact? I think his name is Grado. Oh, something like that. We're going to bring him in, too. It's like, okay, all right. I think I think it's it's something that, you know, uh, real, something real, I think it'll be real successful for them. I'm happy for them. Like I said, so this, this is something I, will, I, I know I'm going to have oh, to pay hey, money. Another question, another question, another okay. question. Do they have a celebrity? Cause last time at All In, they had a celebrity match, which is uh, Stephen Amell. 
do they try to like get somebody to be like a shank or a, you know a somebody to try to do something like do they try to get Snoop Dogg you know he's just the host of the dog father of WrestleMania do they try to get somebody like that Snoop Dogg is universally loved so I can definitely see them going to get Snoop Dogg because like I said Snoop Dogg don't give a fuck he, you know if Snoop Dogg wants to be part of WWE he's going to be part of WWE if he wants to be part of uh, of AEW he's going to be part of AEW he, he, Snoop Dogg doesn't does give a shit it's a possibility. Uh, I think they may try to get some, you know, UK, you know, UFC fighters, maybe. Like they've done before. Okay. You know. Uh, <laughs> okay. And one more question. Uh-huh. <laughs> do they attempt to do something with Bret Hart? Him, him being a manager, him, in a, like, him doing a sharpshooter in the middle of a match because... Somebody trying to get involved, like, does Bret Hart get used in any capacity? Even though they're not in Canada, but does he get used? Because, you know, they're like the UK is like his second home and stuff. No. Okay. No Bret Hart. They're, they're, they're not gonna go down. Go down to Bret Hart. He, one, he's old. He's ornery, and he's uh, he already you know made some comments about today's wrestling anyway. So Bret Hart is not going to do that. He definitely not, he's definitely not going to get physical. So, unfortunately, he can do a sharpshooter. Have you seen the Rock sharpshooter? Bret Hart can't do that. Yeah, Bret Hart won't do that. That's <laughs> yeah, like it. Bret they Hart. made this man. They made Bret Hart do a sharpshooter while he had cancer. You mean ten minutes, man? Won't do a sharpshooter. That was two thousand ten. Uh, uh, that was two thousand like. 15, 16. Okay, okay. Bro, you, you gotta understand. That's almost 10 years ago. That's like 7 so years Brett, ago. So, so, Brett can't hold somebody's legs up, fold them, Brett's and turn not, them Brett, on. Brett, 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 Brett won't do that. You, you're, missing, you're missing the word here. You're saying Brett can't do that. Brett probably can't. Brett won't do that. I mean, for down to down the people in that Saudi money, if they're giving it out like they is. Uh, and Brett Hart give a shit about the. Dude, you talk Bret Hart here. If Bret Hart gave a shit about the money, I'm just saying he ain't like Shaw. But uh, if ain't he came out there, he he could do a lot of things in Saudi Arabia if he wanted to. He could do a lot of things. Bret Hart is armed. He gonna do what Bret Hart wants to do. That's what it is. If Bret Hart is not coming up there to put nobody in no sharpshooter, he's not doing it. And like I said, he is and he's been getting worse off in health. A lot when you're older and you're dealing with like strokes and you know and cancers and brain problems, from from when he did it last time to net, Bret Hart ain't doing that. And like I said, even if Bret Hart could do that, Bret Hart won't do that. And unfortunately, unfortunately it is, but yeah, Bret, Bret Hart ain't doing that. And I only know about you know. And like I said, he he, he just Bret Hart is on is on his shit right now. So I'm just like okay. No problem, but you don't need Bret Hart to sell that to sell that place out. You can sit there and get you get. So get, what old legend do they try to? I'm because I'm I'm just trying to plan it out. I feel like this is gonna be like the big house fun show. So I'm like they're gonna have a celebrity. They're gonna have a a, a legend of some some sort. So obviously you're gonna have Jericho, but like who like what are some legends that you think is gonna be on the show? Uh, I think they'll get the you know the, you know the, the BS stuff like Jake the Snake. Or uh, some of the other veteran guys, I think uh, that work with them. 
the do only thing is, uh, I don't see any type of. I don't know. I really don't see. Uh, you know, to be honest, with you, it depends on who WWE fire. Oops. It, 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 it really because AEW been long, around longer to have like their own legends. So no, honestly, not their own legend. I'm talking about just any like anybody that's not doing nothing. Like I know. You know, not not that, not the kind of wrestle, but I'm saying like make an appearance on the, you know, on the show. Yeah, no, I I, I unfortunately don't see anybody, uh, older. To, or I, I, I don't know. I want to like I would love to see Xbox come back and do a spin kick. But like, but no. Yeah, I mean, for some reason, this speaking to me, I see like an RVD or something, like just on the show, just. Hey, what are you doing back here? Because yeah. they, 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 I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just going back to but, all in. Yeah, but I, but I get that. But see, but right now, a lot of things have changed because RVD is on the contract with WWE right now. RVD, RVD still wrestles. He's still on contract. He has that that Legends contract. Does he, or is it just for the game? Because I don't know. I just know he still wrestles. He still wrestles to this day. He he. He wrestles in uh, Noah. Uh, is is Noah associated like like under the umbrella of something WWE owns? Kind of like when they did Evolve. No, Noah is just. I guess they're just friends with them because Noah is what uh, Shinsuke wrestled when he wrestled Muda. Y yeah. Okay. So it's, so it's, they, it's they a, don't own it, but they. I guess they like you know partner. Yeah, I'm saying it's a loosely based partner thing like that. Yeah, it, it's ain't. Like, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, he's not doing that. <laughs> Unfortunately, as much as I want to, it, it, like I said, right now, when it comes to surprises, this is like if we do, if they get CM Punk back, he come there, and then because I don't think CM Punk wants to wants to miss that. Yeah, yeah. So and, and I'm like, isn't this the same weekend or or like next to the same week of when SummerSlam is going to be? I have no idea when SummerSlam is, but I'm not looking forward to seeing SummerSlam in Detroit. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing uh, SummerSlam in Detroit. I would say Detroit. Yeah. I'm not. Okay, okay, okay. No, so it's August 5th of SummerSlam, so they they, they uh -huh. have they have it early. So AEW is going to take late August. Okay, I'm about to say because I don't want nobody going head to head because I want to see both shows. They don't go head to head anyway. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Um, like they, they, if they, like for years AEW had their pay per views on Saturdays, and now all this year, all the WWE pay per views are on Saturday, so all the AEW pay per views are on Sunday. Yeah. So. That's how they play the game. Uh. All right. So before we get out of here, guys, I just I, I just want to touch bases on on, on this a situation that's just been been happening uh and i'm just like why is this even fucking happening the way it is and that's uh with vicky guerrero and i i, I know you probably sitting there thinking like what the fuck are you talking about uh there was a story that came out about by the time we recorded this about seven days ago which i kind of i completely ignored until q uh brought it up where we're saying vicky vicky guerrero's feuding with her daughter over sexual assault accusations. I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, uh, I don't know what's going on with that. I'll move on past that. But 
you kept hearing the rumblings, and then Q Q uh, Q Flow was like, "Hey, did you y'all see what's going on here?" And I was like, "You know what? Okay, let me look at it for myself." Uh, they had uh, Vicky Guerrero and Eddie Guerrero's youngest daughter, uh, Sherilyn. She was twenty-seven years old. Post a TikTok video. Uh, it says she she she's she's been all speaking terms with her mother and sister because they had blocked her from contact uh, because she was sexually assaulted on a cruise by her stepfather in 2020, early 2020, right before the COVID-19 lockdowns happened. And she says uh, she wasn't the only one, but it's not her business to put any other women's story out there. So she claims that she told her mother about the allegations and uh <clears throat> Her mom responded saying that it was a mistake and that's not who he is. And so there has the, there has been fights going on with that. But then when all this stuff happened, Vicky Guerrero decides to get up on Instagram and posts on Instagram. And she says this. There are two sides to, to a story. Uh, over 15 years, my relationship with Stur uh Sherilyn has been hostile and I have tried to deal with a narcissistic person. Not only myself, but close friends of Sherilyn's of over 10 years of family have cut ties with her because of her manic behaviors. I, I tried to do therapy with Sherilyn, but she always said no. And that I am sick. Uh, uh, and I'm sick. Uh, it, the way it's written here. She said no and that I am sick, not her. Okay. Sherilyn, please tell your side of your uh, character of being drunk on the cruise and having guys in your room then crying because you think you were raped then demand us to go to a pharmacy in the Bahamas for plan B. You want to play dirty and sling Chris and I through the mud? I have my own pile of mud from you. And it goes on to say, <clears throat> are you like, like this is the one that was really giving me. She was like, uh, are you enjoying the two cars that Chris brought you? The three apartments you bailed out of and the two surgeries we paid, paid for you. Your lives will catch up and I feel bad for you. Sherilyn, not once have you spoken to Chris about this situation, but you can go on social media and tell all, but that's, how you communicate other example of you manipulating and harassing others i am so done with you and try uh, uh, tired of the years of your manipulation lies and disrespect i keep quiet for years because you never seek therapy to learn how to have an adult conversation with me it has always been your way or nothing at all okay sherilyn not only will I see you in court, but you and I will no longer be related. Wow. Did you get all that? That's intense. Now, now, now okay. I just want to uh, talk about this. Not nowhere in that post, and you heard me read it, Prime, did she ever denied that this happened. Yep, I heard you. Not one time did she deny that this happened. 
That's the biggest problem right there. I also was pointing out some things like this is this is Eddie and Vicky's youngest daughter. So when she was talking about her manic behavior and things that they, they've been going through, I'm pretty sure that that girl is traumatized or hurt because she lost a dad at that young age. You know, young people, kids, some of that that they act out when they hurting. Especially when you lose a loved one like that. Like your dad. In that kind of way. And it seems like. Vicky. From this post alone. That is just. Being very disgusting. As a parent myself. If my daughter. You know. Came to me like. God forbid. You know me and my wife don't work out. Right. And. My wife is seeing somebody else. And my daughter comes to me and says, Hey, uh, my stepdad inappropriately touched me. I don't care about it don't it don't have to be on well, it wasn't rape. No, it doesn't matter. If my daughter comes to me and tells me that her stepdad inappropriately touched her, we got a problem. Especially if you're living with this person. That's not okay. And you can't sit there and excuse all this because of he bought the he bought you these cars, he bought you these apartments. You can't you can't do that. And it's it's it, it sounds like, oh my god, you know, they they putting our private business out there, so now I'm mad. So I'm going to retaliate the best way I know how, which this, the, the, the backlash Vicky Guerrero got uh, after posting this, she has deleted her accounts. Because she has gotten crazy backlash uh, from this because how she's speaking to her daughter. Nobody in this world's perfect. Does anybody deserve to be assaulted? Her sister, uh, I don't have what her sister said pulled up because she she uh, put out a post confirming that Vicky Guerrero's new husband did assault her sister. Even Chavo Guerrero, her cousin, came out and said that he's in support of her. And but now the the problem with what, what, what her sister was saying is like you know this happened. But we've been trying to get therapy and you not you don't want to talk to us. So you're going to have to try to get help on your own. It's kind of like, all right, he did do it. But we trying to say sorry about it, but you're not accepting it. I'm like, would you? And I'm sitting there scratching my head. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, yo. You, you can't be serious, right? Like, this, this shit can't be life. <laughs> You'll be surprised. I mean, uh, look, I mean, in 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 today's in today's world, I, I wouldn't be surprised about about too much of anything. But unfortunately, like for for a mother to, to talk that way about her daughter, 
online and disown her to, to, to go. How many times have we seen this where, you know, if there's a cry for help and then they decide to go stick with the boyfriend? Because maybe they, I don't know them personally. I'm only going by of just what's available at this moment. Maybe it's a thing where she, like I said, she heard that Eddie is going to, and she gets this this new guy, and now it's just like you don't want to you don't want to face the facts that this guy could be trash. Because he he's been that support, he's been filling that void for you for fifteen years, and you're you're, you're comfortable with that. Now, Prime, I know you don't got no kids, but if you did, how would you feel about that? Would you even talk to your kids like that? As far as how Vicky did now, uh, but I just don't. I don't know what what this. I just don't understand what this family drama does for like does for anybody. It, was it like not something that they could have kept in between the family if whatever she wanted or needed or whatever the case? Like, why did she? Feel the need to randomly go on TikTok and and just to just to out him out and then they start an argument or something like. Well, she did. They claimed that she approached her mother about it. If you approach it, if you approach your parent about something, you can't get what you need from the person who birthed you, and you can't get that. That, that usually when it comes to like you know nature and how humans act, that's the first sometimes because everybody's not cool with their parents but when it comes to you know stuff like this and you you go to you go to your mama and say this is happening and you got people that can they can confirm your story and your mama like no that ain't him take this card how else do you get the message across Mm -hmm. you know it's it's to, to the point where it's like okay I have been trying, but that I have been trying to get away from him because so it's like I, I'm just supposed to still be violated all the time because you don't want to believe what I'm saying. And it's like, OK, so if anybody's believing what I'm saying and you're not believing what I'm saying and we're not taking care of the problem, which is him, I have to as the world as the world is working now try to go on social media and see if I can find some help. And now, since that has happened, this whole thing has blown up and turned into something very, very toxic. And that's that's so unfortunate. Especially for the Eddie Guerrero family. Like, the Guerrero family, it's, it's so unfortunate. But I'm like, but Vicky, you know, she she messed this whole thing up. And she comes out look like a trash individual. Talking talking to her daughter like that. Still, yeah, still it's, not it's a lot that, of stuff. It's a lot of stuff going on. Still not denying the fact that, that your now husband has inappropriately touched your daughter. There's no thinking about that. For for me. And this is gonna be from as a parent. I know a lot of people say, well, if you're not a parent, you can look. I am a parent. And in nature, I'm supposed to protect my kids. And then I'm not a parent either, but Vicky, 
I don't know Vicky, but Vicky seems like one of them people where she like if you old enough, you can so and so and so and so. That's why I feel like one of one of the type she is. Yeah. Because uh, even the oldest daughter, like the oldest daughter, was was is uh, into um, you know more adult, you know, okay. not adult movies, but she does more adult like photo shoots and more like nude shoots and stuff. Yeah. Something like uh, Vicky just one of her parents like if you can do it, you don't need my help type of thing. That's what I feel like. If you're old enough, you don't need my help. That's what I feel like. Just from what I see and from what I be seeing on the internet and how she acts sometimes. Yeah, that's just what I feel. But I don't know, but I'm saying like that's just what I see from from the internet stuff. I see her posting people tag her in and stuff. Yeah, and I, look that 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 right there is is the size of trash human beings. And I'm just saying with your your kids, they will all no matter how old you are will still be your kids. They will always be. It will always be your children. You help create these children. That is there, and I will always do my best, as long as the breath of my body, to be there for my kids. You know what I'm saying? E- even my father now, or, or my mom before she passed away, have always been there for me, and I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. But her, her response to this, even if she could have been like, look, we're not going to talk about this on social media. You call me, and we handle this. And she can say whatever the fuck she wanted to say, and we ain't got to talk about social media. You went out there, and you this right there shows it just just shows guilt all over it, and and it shows also a little bit of fear that you try to blow up my husband's shit after we had tried to accommodate you the best way we can. <clears throat> because the predator when when they look into harass or touch with girls inappropriately. You know, say in front of Vicky, he gonna do everything he can to keep her happy, and as long as he get what he want. I ain't trying to be around that, especially when I probably can't fight for myself, like physically. Come on now, I and I was like, you know, fuck you, Vicky girl. Like seriously, that that reading that, I was like, yo, that 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 really pissed me off. And I really think a lot of this stems from the death of Eddie Guerrero and them not knowing how to handle it. And to be honest with you, really not, not supposed to process and handle death. The human mind and body and spirit is not meant to really take tragedy to another human So, uh, I know there's no timetable on it, but how, like... I know it still affects them, but like, is that like a that that can't be like a main reason, can it? Okay, well, it's here's the thing. On surface, it it may not be a main reason because time moves on. Time does help heal wounds, but the scar will always be there. But also, when when people deal with certain problems, on the surface, it doesn't look like that's the problem. But you gotta go to the root of the problem. What cause this problem to enhance the problems that you have. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like if if somebody is a bully, right? And then they grow up and they become like a a boss or see or a police officer. 
and they want to go out there and they just want to randomly beat people down and abuse their authority because they can. But it's like, okay, there, there could be stuff going on at home, in the family, but when that officer was a little boy and he kept getting bullied or maybe her sexually harassed or harassed by his father, that's the root of the problem. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it just gets, it does nothing but just uh, creates a whole toxic environment as this boy has grown older and he never found a way to handle it. And that's and that's what I'm saying. And so right now on the surface, it the way the way you we look at it is like any girl died two two thousand five. It's been uh almost twenty damn, it's almost been twenty years. Yeah, I know. That's what yeah. I was saying. I was like, but it's here's almost the thing. coming up. But we also look at Eddie as a wrestler. Eddie girl was not my dad. Eddie Guerrero was not my brother. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't my friend. I'm just a fan of Eddie Guerrero because he's Eddie fucking Guerrero. But she lost a father. Losing a parent, speaking from experience, is hard. And and it's like this. Look, you don't ask me uh, every day or let alone at all. And it's like, okay, if you ask yourself... Well, there's no way Mr. a and is still upset about his mom. I'm upset about my mom every single day. You don't get over that. You learn how to live within it, but you don't get over that. Now, imagine if since he, since Eddie uh, left her, and I'm not saying like he cheated on her, I'm saying he died. And she, and then when you're lonely, and somebody comes in to fill that void. Sometimes there are people who just are afraid to be alone. Especially when they had a husband and a family. They they want to kind of do the best they can to just jump right back into that. Which may not always be the best thing to do. And now, she probably could have did that. And all of a sudden, it's just like now, anything that can ruin him leaving, because I'm scared to be alone. I'm not going to let him go. So if he even that even comes to the expense of my daughter. I don't want to lose that void because she hurt in two. All this stuff don't happen randomly because, you know, people had a bad day. This shit is trauma. Let's say this. A lot of the reasons why you you are the way you are could be because of something that happened in your life. Like I said, like that that, that are personal to you that, that that you probably never addressed, or if you have addressed, you know, it like, it's the same same way with me. <coughs> I'm a blunt individual, and sometimes I could uh, make people feel uncomfortable and do things the wrong way. But that has come from. Stuff that has happened in my life. It ain't just wake up one day and say, this is me to do it this way. You know, that it don't work like that. So, where you look at it and say that, hey, could they really still be stressing or upset about Eddie's death? Absolutely. I didn't say not a time. I said, like, said it enough for that to be like her, you know, uh, 
I guess because they didn't the sister also say she was quote unquote acting out as well. Yeah, but but if you, if you do the timeline, yeah, she, she been with this. Okay, so Eddie Girl died twenty uh, to two thousand five. It is twenty twenty three. In two years, in two years, it will be um, the twentieth anniversary of Eddie Girl's death. Right. So mm-hmm. that was eighteen years ago. She met this guy. Uh, she been with this guy for fifteen years. So that's three years after Eddie died. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this girl, their youngest daughter, is twenty-seven years old. Now, twenty-seven. If, if, if you take her age now, and you minus that by eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now she was nine years old when Eddie girl passed away. What not? I when 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 my uh, grandfather died when I was nine years old. I acted out. I was depressed. But once again, no nine year old can tell you they don't even know what depression is. Kids communicate differently than adults do because they don't know anything. So if this one, if this, if this, if this girl. Uh, has uh, manic behavior problems, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty. I it's safe to say that stemmed from the loss of her dad. Of why kids, kids like I say, you ain't just gonna sit there and just act out for no reason. There, there, there is, you know, there's, there, there's reason to this. So, those those things, I, I, I'm like, you know, unfortunately, those things probably went unchecked. Ricky Girl probably looked at looked at it as, look, when when, when you as somebody who has kids, when you're dealing with depression yourself, you just don't really give a shit right now. <laughs> that just, this is being real. You just don't really give a shit. And sometimes those things can look. It can just look like, hey, look, you upset, but I'm upset too. And sometimes a lot of parents can just ignore how their kids are feeling. And it can turn into other things for kids to find a way to kids to get attention. And that's just the way kids communicate. It's like, you know, if a baby is tired, hurt, like every time a baby cries don't mean the baby is hurt. Mm-hmm. It don't mean like it's physically hurt. It could the baby could be tired. The baby could be hungry. The baby could be happy. Hell, the baby could you know it's so many things, but they only know how to communicate through crying because they don't know anything else. You know, and that's that's how kids are trying to you know deal through the drama. And I I think that is one of the biggest reasons of why there's so much shit going on with you know going on with this family. Especially her being in denial and taking that just is because she took that kind of approach. Now my wife did send me what uh, her oldest daughter said, and like I said, I can't. It's a long ass post. I'm not gonna read. The, I'm not. I'm not gonna read the whole okay. thing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. But uh, I, I'm just just to say that she, you know, she confirmed it, but still, it was, it was like a, a whole backdoor thing, and I was just like, look. If you got people confirming this thing, Vicky, and cause she, she she like that's the daughter, but right now she probably 
you know, has some some trauma with their daughter of, of how she probably grew up. She probably yeah. hate her, angry at her, and, yeah. and, and, all, and all this other stuff. You know, when it comes to trauma and all that kind of stuff like that, it, it affects people a lot differently. Your the, And the way you handle trauma is not going to be the same way I handle trauma. Or anybody, or Q-Flow, or Lady Sketch, or anybody like that. We all going to handle trauma differently. And we may frown upon each other about how we handle trauma. And we may feel as though that whatever trauma we're dealing with, we got past it already. But in reality, we didn't. And we always like to associate, well, I would have handled it this way. Why didn't they handle it this way? Because there's always there's, there's different ways. I don't know what it's like to be assaulted. Especially as a woman. Actually, I'm not a woman. I'm, I'm a man. I'm on the man's side. So... It could be nightmares being in that house with that guy. It's like it's like seeing the devil. Why, why would you no? It, you know, so I hope, I hope and pray that they they can really find a way to, you know, uh, get healed as a family. But Vicky, you really you gotta you gotta check yourself, get your own self some help. And if he's really doing that to your daughter, peace the fuck out. He got to go. Don't choose no man on your daughter like that. That's one to her. They're no longer related. Say what? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, this, this shit gonna get way worse before it get better. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of our show for tonight, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. Like I said, sorry that this thing was on a little bit with delay, but I'm, I appreciate you guys out here. Uh, listen to me and Prime, and I'm glad that Prime was able to join me for this episode. Uh, hopefully next week he'll be back. Like I said, we've been recording on Mondays now because he's been on the road, but hopefully back in May we go back to our regular schedule program. And I'm kind of I'm kind of Mr. Prime of the Podcast, to be honest with you, so I hope we can get that back up there, too. <clears throat> Coming soon. Coming soon. I think you've been saying that for about a year now, right? You know, I haven't, but <laughs> I've been saying coming soon because... We've been having stuff, but then, we, like, going on the road and stuff, I just be like, man, I don't feel like editing. So, sometimes I'll be like, all right. Bro, I, look, I, I, I feel you. Like, that editing, like, I'm like, look, and this podcast ain't going to get into the morning. So, <laughs> but, yeah, so make sure you guys check out all our content, the No Give Me See the Wrestling Podcast, the Nerdgast Talk Podcast, Turntable, Save Our Culture and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts Over Tongues. Make sure you check out the Pride Nostalgia Podcast. Make sure you guys check out Q-Flow uh, and his music, wherever you guys will get your music. And we're about to be about here. Stay tuned to the end of this week for the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast as we talk about all the stuff that's been going on for the past two weeks uh, with that. So, once again, this is NCN Place with Chill Tremor, Saying D, and not Deion Sanders for Primetime. All right, y'all, this has been real. Uh, and Q-Flow, man, wherever you are at, take us out. To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be a sincere.